0: All right. Well, hey, everyone. Today is a special day. You might not be aware of it, but today is a special day. Today, you woke up. Today, you have life and purpose, uh, even if the only purpose is to pursue pursue Jesus, uh, because God has planned for you to be alive today. So, Today is a special day. It's a new day. It's a new beginning. So, let's start today with a positive outlook. Um, Like Craig Rochelle says, uh, your life moves in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Um, I love that quote. Your life moves in the direction of your strongest thoughts. So, make those thoughts move you in the direction you want to go. Don't let them control you. All right? All right. So, just felt like I needed to say that, you know, enough of the self-help introduction thing here. Uh, We're on episode 26 this week, um, and that really doesn't have anything to do with having a positive outlook, but again, I just felt like somebody needed to hear it and needed to say it, so I said it. Today is a special day. Today you woke up. Remember that. Um, I'm going to pray, and we'll jump into this week's episode. Let's pray. (sighs) Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, let us hear your voice today, not just through what I speak in this podcast, but in your word, in our prayers, in the whispers of your Holy Spirit, Lord, speak, speak to us, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, I want to start by taking a minute to just evaluate our prayer lives. How do you pray? How often do you pray? I mean, do you only pray for meals? Um, do you pray when something is wrong and you need God to do a miracle? Do you pray for hours on end or in little bursts throughout the day? I want you to take a few seconds. I'm literally going to pause. I want you to take a few seconds and honestly think about how you pray. All right, now think about this. When you pray, how much time do you spend listening to? For God's voice? Do you quiet your heart? Do you quiet your mind? For me, that's the the, the most difficult part is quieting my mind. Um, do you pray for the Holy Spirit to open your ears and your heart and your mind toward his voice? Um, one of the things I've always struggled with is listening. Um, I think it's just because we were never really taught to listen. I think it's probably also because we're in a very, very busy world where our mind is constantly going. Um, uh, we were taught and likely modeled that prayer is more active than passive. Um, I know there's active listening and everything, but I think it's more modeled that, you know, prayer is speaking to God. Um, and that is definitely part of it. Um, even if you think about group prayer, you know, how much time is spent listening? Uh, not much, if any, right? Um, how awkward would that be? You know, we're, we're praying, you get the squeeze from the person on your left to your right, whatever you can pass or whatever. and uh, And somebody just, like waits, just sits in silence, no squeezing the hand, no, no nothing. They're just waiting there. Maybe they're just listening to God. Um, and I think we just, we just hate silence, especially in a group setting. Um, but I think we hate silence in general. Uh, but if that's what uh, we've seen modeled for us, then it's no wonder that, you know, we don't really take time to listen for God. Um, it's no wonder that we just spend time praying to him and requesting things of him. And, you know, we say our in Jesus name, amens, and uh, we're off to the next thing. Um, Now, obviously, God speaks in different ways. Um, You know, that's why we have the Bible. And God definitely speaks to us through his written word. But he also wants to have intimate conversations with us. He wants to tell us secrets. He wants to affirm us. He wants to um, just dote his love upon us. He wants to give us direction and share his plans. But we can't receive any of that if we don't spend time listening. And we definitely can't receive any of that if we don't recognize his voice either. We're going to be going to the Old Testament today. Um... We're going to be reading in 1 Samuel chapter 3, um, where we see an encounter very similar to the situations you know I was just talking about. Um, so let's read through it, and then we'll kind of uh, just break it down a little bit. First Samuel 3, verses 1 through 10. It says, Meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli. Now in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare, and visions were quite uncommon. I'm just going to pause that real quick. Stuff like that makes me write notes in my Bible, which I'm glad I have a paper Bible because I have notes in here. Um, And I underlined that, now in those days messages from the Lord were very rare and visions were quite uncommon. And I just circled that and I had the question, why? I haven't really answered that, uh, but there's obviously a reason why, and uh, when we're reading God's Word, I think we should be asking those questions and then looking for the answers to those questions um, to get deeper into God's Word, Um, and I think that just creates a practice of really seeking God's character and trying to understand God more by the Word He has given us. Um, So, you know, don't just read this like you're reading your summer reading book and just got to get through it, um, read it and, and look for the way God is speaking to you. Um, anyways, so now in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare and visions were quite uncommon. One night, Eli, who was, uh, and he was the priest at this time. One night, Eli, who was almost blind by now, had gone to bed. The lamp of God had not yet gone out and Samuel was sleeping in the tabernacle near the ark of God. Suddenly the Lord cut, Called out, Samuel. Yes, Samuel replied. What is it? He got up and ran to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, Eli replied. Go back to bed. So he did. The Lord called out again, Samuel. Again, Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, my son, Eli said. Go back to bed. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. So the Lord called a third time, and once more, Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? Then Eli realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. So he said to Samuel, go and lie down again, and if someone calls again, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed, and the Lord came and called as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. Now I want you to notice two things here. Number one, Samuel didn't recognize the voice of God. Okay. He didn't know it was God talking and he just kept running to Eli. Um, Now uh, there's a couple reasons that he didn't recognize God's voice. Number one, he didn't know the Lord, uh, which we see um, that's, you know, what the account just said. And uh, number two, the Lord didn't really speak much in those days as we saw in, I think it was verse one. Um, So, Samuel didn't recognize the voice of God. And number two, God didn't speak until Samuel was listening. Like, did you notice that while I was reading? God called to Samuel multiple times, right? Every time Samuel was like, man, Eli's calling me again. I'll run in and see what he wants. No, no, it's not you. Okay, I'm hearing voices now. Great. Um, God called to Samuel multiple times and God could have just said, Samuel, it's the Lord. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, don't run away. Don't run away. Don't go running to Eli. Just listen to me. I'm the Lord, listen to me. But God didn't do that. He waited until Samuel was listening before giving him the message he had for him. You know, it wasn't until Samuel was ready to hear God that God actually spoke. Now, how many of us have missed God speaking because we either didn't recognize his voice um, or we ran off searching for something else that we mistook for God or we simply just weren't ready to listen. Um, Jesus gives us a parable in John chapter 10 that has a lot of simil- similarities to Samuel. Um, I'm just going to kind of jump around on a couple verses, uh, but it's John chapter 10. Um, this is the parable of the good shepherd and the sheep. Um, Jesus says, I'm the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. They will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize the stranger's voice. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. And don't you think it's funny that the sheep react so similarly to the way Samuel reacted? Like he heard, but the voice, it was a stranger's voice. So he ran away. You know, not necessarily in fear, but more confusion. Like, I don't I don't know that voice. It's got to be Eli. Um, so he ran to Eli a bunch of bunch times, back and forth and back and forth. Um, like, I don't know this stranger's voice. It's got to be Eli. Um, but only when he recognized that it was the Lord's voice, yay, Eli, thanks for the help, um, only when he recognized that it was the Lord's voice did he stop and listen. Now, it's not just familiarity that allows us to hear God's voice. Yes, we obviously have to recognize that it's God's voice we're hearing, uh, but it's also a readiness to hear God's voice. We have to recognize God's voice, and we have to be ready to hear God's voice. We can't hear from God if we don't know His voice, but we can't hear from God if we're not ready to listen either. So be ready. Be ready. I know prayer um, prayer is difficult and awkward sometimes. It shouldn't be but I think it is for a lot of us, especially in the the moments that we need to be silent to listen for God. But be ready. If you're not in God's word regularly, you probably won't recognize his voice. If you're not in God's word regularly, you probably will not recognize his voice. And if you're not ready to listen, if you've not, you know, opened your heart and opened your ears and literally given God opportunity to speak then don't be upset with God when you don't hear his voice. Take time to listen to God. You know, if, if you've been wondering lately why God has been so silent in your life or why you can't hear his voice, you probably need to check yourself in these two areas. You probably need to make sure that you can first recognize it by reading his word regularly and then make sure that you're giving him the opportunity to speak. And I think once you do those two things, once you're spending regular time in God's Word, um, not just reading it, again, like I said last week, not treating it like homework, like I got to get through this chapter, I got to read this verse or whatever, but reading it in a way um, that you are ready to hear God's voice, that you are expecting to hear God speak um, through His Word until you are reading His Word regularly and until you are literally just giving Him that opportunity to speak and quieting your mind and your heart and your your spirit before him um you won't hear god speak so be ready and then you can simply respond with speak lord your servant is listening speak lord speak lord your servant is listening let's pray father jesus holy spirit I pray that you would just help me recognize your voice today. When I read your word, let it be real. Let it be you speaking to me. Let it not be a, um, a, just a task, God. But let me read with expectation. Let me read with expectation. Open my heart to you, God. Open my ears to you. Open my mind and my spirit to you. God, I want your voice to be the loudest voice I hear. I want it to be louder than any other voice, including myself. I pray just drown out the noise with your voice, Lord. Please, God, speak. Speak. I am your servant. I am listening. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm going to play some music like I do every week. Pray. I and mean, listen. I'm going to close in prayer, but if you need more time, just rewind this and continue to focus your attention on the Lord. Let's pray. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, you've blessed us with your word. Thank you for it. Help us to recognize your voice in it and help us to seek your voice before speaking ourselves, God. Help us in Jesus' name. Amen.